Welcome to Evolve, where we have fearless, unfiltered, unapologetic conversation with host Chanel Spencer, author, speaker, and CEO of Maximum Evolution. Are you ready? I hope you're ready. because we are having an amazing, amazing virtual launch for the Maximum Evolution book project that I'm super excited about. I actually launched that book in 2020, but then I realized I don't necessarily help people in that space anymore. Like, and I don't want to leave you people hanging, right? Like I always like to give resources and help people to grow in anything that you want to do, whether it's being a, having a career, whether it's being a business owner, you have to learn, change and grow all the time. And so I'm a big advocate for that, for transformation. I'm a big advocate for being who you want to be, changing what you want to change and literally achieving every goal that you can. And so that's the purpose of writing this book because I went on that journey myself and it allowed me to achieve so many things and to continue to achieve so many things. Listen, I'm not stopping yet. Okay. I took a little hiatus. I was gone for a little minute, but I'm back like I never left. And again, it was because I felt like I needed to take time to really, truly heal. And one of the people that I'm going to bring up, they know, because we were behind the scenes. She's in my accountability group and she's amazing. But I literally had to take time to really focus on myself and to kind of figure out how to get rid of habits, patterns, things that were holding me back to the person that I wanted to be as a mom, the person I wanted to be as a CEO, the person I wanted to be as for Chanel, right? And so this was this is what the purpose of this book was. And then I realized like, hey, I know some amazing, I, amazing is an understatement. I know some phenomenal, phenomenal is an understatement as well. I know some extraordinary women 
who are really out here helping people to change their lives as well. And a lot of people don't understand that you can't do this alone. Like as much as you want to feel like, oh, I'm tough. I can do whatever I want and I don't need anybody. Yeah, that's a lie. I definitely got a life coach myself and she actually helped me to transform into who I wanted to be. I ended up making six figures. I became a GM. I started my own company. I published like 19 books. I have my own publishing. There's so many things. Listen, I'm not here to, you know, throw my accolades at you. You know what I'm saying? But what I'm just trying to say is that at the end of the day, if you really, really want to change, learn and grow, and if you really want to heal and not allow your past to determine your present, but also have control over what your future will look like, heal. Do the things, do the uncomfortable things, because I promise you it's the most rewarding journey I have ever been on in, like, in my life. I promise you. You're going to hear a little bit more about my tea. But until then, I have some amazing, amazing, amazing women that contributed to this book, the contributing authors to this particular project, Maximum Evolution, that I absolutely love. As you see, it's named after my company. So you know that it's fire. I'm just saying. But anyway, so I have one of the most amazing, amazing um, um, co-authors. And I was actually recently on her podcast. So hopefully she'll bring that up. Say hello to the beautiful people. <laughs> hello, Chanel. And thank you for having me. Absolutely. Hello, everyone. Yes. I'm going to give you 30 to 60 seconds to introduce yourself to the beautiful people. Okay. I'm a pretty in simple individual. My name is Tanya E. Hood, and I provide a simple solution because I like to keep things succinct for divorcees to eliminate conflict quickly so that they can find their core strengths to reach their next level. Red Alert Diaries is a podcast that I host every Tuesday that Chanel was just talking about that she has joined me on that can give you some power pack insight on how to move to your next level. Yes. And tell people how they can connect with you. You can reach me at my website, tanyaehood.com. Thanks for that, Chanel. And I look forward to seeing all of you there for strategy and insight. Yeah. Look, do you hear her voice? Like, she's just, <laughs> just, you know, follow me here and connect. How could you not want to work with her? Like, she calmed me down. You don't understand what's happening behind these scenes. But, you know, you got to keep the show moving and grooving, right? So thank you so much. And I appreciate you for being a part of this project and your contribution as well. And we're going to bring up the next person. Say hello to the beautiful people. Hi, everyone. This is Nicole and Marie, <laughs> currently in Cairo, Egypt. And I pretty much help women of color um, cultivate joy and ease as a design an aligned and abundant life abroad. Um, and infusing that, of course, just like Chanel mentioned, all the healing, all the mindset shifts that you need so that you can thrive and live the way that you design. And yes, I'm really I love it. And how can the people connect with you? And you can find me at the Soulful Expat on Instagram, and all my information will be there. The Soulful Expat. Very simple. Find me, DM me, message me, all the things. Yes, I love it. Listen, I kind of pressured Nicole like a little bit. I'm not going to hold you. I saw her. And listen, I'm very big on energy. I'm very big on like, what do you want in life? And we had a conversation and I was just like, oh, she would be perfect for this book project. So I was like, listen, so I'm, I know it's like short notice, right? But like, <laughs> like I saw her in December. <laughs> Girl, I have never, what are you, talk, like, what? I'm like, no, I promise you, we're going to make this happen. Like, I need you to be on this part. Like, I pressed it. Wasn't it like a little, a kid's birthday party? I saw you and I was like. Yes, it was definitely <laughs> at Kenya's birthday party. <laughs> I'm like, uh -uh. after that conversation, I'm like, what are you doing? Oh, what are you working on now? Oh, that's what you do. 
oh, I have the perfect project for you. Like, yes. And we started in the beginning of the year. Like, absolutely. And you I love it. It's an honor. <laughs> for anyone that's watching, that's considering moving abroad, you know, I've been abroad for seven and a half years, lived this in my third country. Um, so I am your girl, um, even just looking for a change. I'm on a career break. So technically a sabbatical, but I like to call it my creative career break because it's what I do. I design life the way I want to call it. So mm -hmm. um, I am your girl. <laughs> I love it. I love it. We're going to come right back to all of that because we got we to gotta deep dive into that because child, yeah. I can't imagine moving to New Jersey since she went abroad. Child, we're going to come back to that <laughs> and say hello to the beautiful people. You're on mute, my love. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I am Latika Vines. I am a career development strategist and coach, the boss mom coach, where I help working mothers who are in male-dominated industries who feel stuck in their careers to be able to gain the clarity of what their career vision is, to have the confidence to pursue it and the control over their schedule to do it. Um, and I'm just so excited to be here because as someone who has four kids, a working mom, live the life of living in the suburbs and working in the big city and feeling stuck in my male dominated industry career, I know what it's like to be there, but I also know how you can transform um, being stuck, being unhappy, and finally reach that fulfillment and satisfactory life that you have been looking for. Um, so feel free to uh, connect with me at www.visionary-initiatives.com where you'll learn more about my work and also the podcast Latika Vine Show where I share more tips on work-life balance and how you can have that career that you want. Yes, I absolutely love it. First of all, Latika, like, so we're in this accountability group and it's been, <laughs> it's been like, what, like a year and a half, almost two years. And like, I absolutely love Latika and what she does and how she does it. And even just now, she was like, girl, don't forget to put your lip gloss on. And I'm like, you don't understand what I went through in this past, like, 45 minutes to an hour. So you, I'm happy that I'm here. Like, you can tell because I don't have my background. You know, in my branding and all those other pieces that I got to make sure everything is borderline perfect. So for me to be here like this and on the back with no, you know, you got you people listening know that's that has to be something happening so i appreciate you again for being on this project we have more we let's think i have more to come we just we just get started but <laughs> i appreciate you for being on this project Thank and your you. yes and a lot of times like people people don't understand like sometimes when people come with come to you with an opportunity like sometimes mm -hmm. fear kind of comes in right and then you kind of like mm, you find every reason why it's not going to work but for all of the individuals that shows you that we start all the individuals that are on this project shows you how when you say yes, you just never know what opportunity that's going to open, what door is going to open. You have no clue what impact you will have. Right. And so thank you for, for forever saying yes to me and forever like being a part of my life. I really, truly appreciate you and all that we do. And we're going to get into some more tea and all those other pieces as well. Let's bring all the other lovely ladies back. Say hello. Say hello. And we're back. And you never know. Do you see? Look. So I just like to surround myself with amazing, beautiful people and like, look at, look at the screen. I'm just saying like, you know, just, you know, beautifully black. I'm just saying, you know, you can't, you can't 
You can't turn, you just, you know, you can't, you can't stop the melanin. I'm just saying. But anyway, <laughs> I want to get to one of the really quickly. She said she's in, you said you're in Egypt, right? Damn. Okay, first of all, the, you can tell she's maximum evolution already because she went <laughs> in, and is staying abroad in Egypt. Like, I can't even imagine, like, moving to New Jersey. Like, I moved from the Bronx to Yonkers, and I was stressed. And then I moved from Yonkers to Beacon, and I was just like, I've been in the Bronx my entire life, right? Hey. Don't get me wrong. I'm a risk taker. I'll do all the extra things. Like, I'll do, I, I do what I want, and I take what I want. But then the thought of living abroad, like, what made you want to do that? You know, the short answer, I just think my soul just yearned for something different. Um, I think initially it was really, I saw it as an opportunity to pay off my debt, you know, being a New York City teacher. I love my job in New York City, but I love life, right? And I didn't want to be, I didn't want to jump into a career to make more money just and leave the career of teaching. So I was like, well, how can I maximize doing what I already do and have an opportunity to pay off my debt and have a little bit more freedom? And so said, so done. I saw the opportunity um, and then I jumped on it and I thought I was just going to pay off my debt and that I'll come back to the Bronx, girl, just like you. And I was like, oh, I like this life. Like, <laughs> this is dope. Like, what? They're going to pay for my housing? Like, what? I'm going to pay off these bills and I'm going to have a full life doing the same exact thing in America? It was like, you know, um, <laughs> Done. <laughs> yeah and like seven and a half years later my third country i'm just like yeah it's 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 quite amazing i mm -hmm. think it's a really a great way especially for people of color to break generational curses mm -hmm. from a financial standpoint and from a mindset standpoint mm -hmm. because you just have so much time to be in your head and to make those changes you have a lot of time to think about what you really care about. Because some of the things we do is just based on what's been programmed. And I'm very big on tapping into your soul. Like, what is that? What is it that you really want for yourself? And I think sometimes you might not like what you're going to hear. Like, for me, I was totally um, denying the fact that I liked living abroad because I felt like I'm supposed to be at home. Like, I'm supposed mm -hmm. to be with my family. But my soul lights up when I come abroad. I love interacting with different people. Mm -hmm. um, and, and quite frankly, people abroad, like when I lived in Abu Dhabi, there was a lot of Jamaican people. So I felt at home, mm -hmm. you know, um, it's, it's not as, you know, you create community mm -hmm. and very similar to this group. Like I, I create community based on vibes mm -hmm. and um, I have a really strong soul family. And it is great, like just in any type of growth, the people you meet, like when you meet people that are abroad, you're going to connect with them because you have something in common. You you're willing to take a risk, like you said. You're willing to do something wild. So naturally, you connect because some of my family members still don't get my life. You know, <laughs> if I were to be quite frank, except for Dwayne, who I have. <laughs> to um, but it's 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 I, I highly recommend it. All right. Like, even if it's for six months, I just feel like it's so worth it especially mm -hmm. for people who have that deal with racism on a like it's so mm -hmm. toxic and traumatizing mm -hmm, to mm -hmm. be in a space where you don't have to worry about it as much not to say that it's totally obsolete but like it's just different right 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 
No, you said a lot. You said a lot of I know, words. No, 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 no. You know, I listen. I listen. You are connecting with someone, right? Like you're, yeah. you're telling your story. You're sharing your experience and your why. And I can see the passion in what you're saying, right? So I've, I'm. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, you said a lot of key words, right? You said generational mm -hmm. curses. You said community. Like you said a lot of things that are super important that people don't understand, right? And then you said people don't understand your life and your why and what you do. And a lot of times when you're in that process of transformation, when you're in that process of doing what your soul wants you to do or what your mind or whatever your heart sings to you, right? A lot of people have no, they like, they judge you and they say all these other things, but it's like, child, like, what have you done? Like, what was your, that's what, what I'm saying. What was your yes. Like, what, 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 what? So you can't tell me anything. Cause what, like you, you're not even anywhere where I want to be. So why would I, like, why would I listen to you? Right. And so it, it, and it also was battling that as well, because sometimes depending on who says it, you take it on. Right. Oh, yes. Like the, mm -hmm. but we're going to get into that. So we're going to get into that. Really Preach. Cool. Well, I <laughs> I you, see, that's what you did when you were talking. I'm like, mm -hmm. generation curse. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Latika, tell us, tell us a little bit about your chapter and what you, what, what value you added to this project. Oh my goodness. Um, man, I, I think it, it just goes back to me being in a space where, um, you know, so many of us have heard of the mommy track where um, as a mom, uh, especially a mom of multiple kids, because now your um, priorities are like all over the place. Because, you know, maybe you have one child in one school and another child in daycare. Um, for me, I had um, children in elementary school, children in preschool, and children in daycare. Mm -hmm. And so here I was before I had my fourth and I found out I was pregnant. I was like, how am I going to do this? How am I going to do what I love? which is corporate training, career development for the federal government, and then also take care of four kids. Yes, I, I know I have my husband at home and, and he's supportive and he's a, a great father, but daddy doesn't do the things that mommy does. Mm -hmm. And so how am I going to do all of this? I don't know. And I stressed myself out. And after I had my daughter, I stressed myself out even more that I was eventually diagnosed with postpartum depression mm -hmm. because I just, I felt like I lost control. I lost mm -hmm. control of happiness. I lost control of my career because I made sure that I have flexibilities rather than career mobility. Mm -hmm. And so here I was struggling and beating myself up. And then after I was able to have that diagnosis and receive the help um, from therapy, from my doctor, from my husband, I realized I'm not the only one that's going through this. Mm -hmm. So let me really go on a mission of helping other working moms like me to help them get unstuck, help them to really get back to the career that they really want to do, you know, mm -hmm. whether it's owning their own business or whether like me being a chief learning officer for a law enforcement agency, whatever that is, get back to it. Let's create a plan to do it. And then let's create a, a household management plan for you to be able to do both. Mm -hmm. um, and so for me, it was really just the transformation of 
realizing that I can do it. Mm-hmm. And these are things that I needed to do or what other women can do to be mm-hmm. able to have that life of fulfillment that they really, really, really want. And so I'm excited because I talk about that um, in my chapter. Yes. Listen, she's not lying. She. <laughs> what I'm saying is in regards to holding people accountable and helping you, she... She asks the most uncomfortable questions, and, I mean, and like she, what she does, is she really she not, like, All right, like, I'm, I'm just gonna center myself. When I joined this accountability group, I was in the space and being a business owner, and a lot of times when you're on journeys, you feel like you have no clue, and you and you're trying to figure out like what, why, how, where, and like mm-hmm. like Nicole said, like community, right? And so I've gotten myself very far within my career. I resigned from my my um, career. I, I built. It took me t- ten years to get to where I wanted to be, and I got there. And I was like, oh, "This is great. The coin is great, and this is fun." But like Nicole said in regards to your soul, yeah, my soul was drained. My spirit was like, "Girl, we walk back mm-hmm. in this building one more time." I swear. <laughs> I swear. And so when I resigned, first of all, it was very like abrupt. Like it, there was no plan. I was just like, I'm out of here. It's been real. I appreciate you, but I got to choose myself. Right. Um, Me going on my transformation journey. Right. And then I was like, okay, I resigned. And now I'm like, okay, well now what? I went from six figures to zero figures and now I got to build this business from scratch. <laughs> and so I wanted to, to <laughs> I wanted to, to connect with like-minded individuals because I realized the people that I know, I love them. They're great. Yes. But like Nicole said earlier, you know, they don't understand yes. your why and what you're doing. Most people looked at me like I was insane. Like, what? You left how much money on the table mm-hmm. and you did who? Like, I don't understand, mm-hmm. right? Um, but fast forward, I just posted on Facebook, like, I just want to meet like-minded individuals that are just on the same journey and have the same, like, my, like all of those pieces. Yeah. And not even, like, two weeks later, I ended up in this accountability group. I couldn't even remember where I found Antoinette, her name is Antoinette, she's a leader. I don't even know how we connected, child, but I ended up in this accountability group and I was just like, I feel like I'm a hot mess.com, child. And we have hot we have hot seats and we do them every week. And every time, even now, a year and a half later, I'm still stressed. Like, and I got my things together now. You couldn't tell me anything now. They know my plan, they know why. But when in the beginning, I was just like, What? You, you want me to do what on the spot? Well, huh? You, what? What's my strategy? I don't know. What? <laughs> and so, yes, Latika was the person that held me accountable for sure. Like, she's the person that will like gut punch you, but then she'll be like, rub you down. Like, like, look, like Lisa Nichols says, you know, hit you, like, hit you with it and then come back and rub you down. You know, the, 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 the message that you get wrapped in sandpaper. Like, you know what I mean? But she, her productivity, everything that she does is just elite and amazing. So, you are phenomenal. Thank and again, you. I appreciate you for sharing your story and your transparency because we're going to get into that too because being a mom and, and balancing all this stuff, another conversation. Mm-hmm. But go ahead, Tanya, tell people a little bit about your chapter and um, and your contribution as well. Well, my contribution comes from basically what we've been sharing. I mm-hmm. primarily support divorcees because mm-hmm. the chaos that you experience from the loss of a relationship is the mm-hmm. same experiences that you feel when you're trying to figure out how to get through transition mm-hmm. and everything breaks down. Mm-hmm. Except for in the divorce sequence, my heart goes out to them so much more because I walk through that space and place and I realize there's no one that really wants to talk about first the divorce because mm-hmm. of shame that's associated with it. Mm-hmm. So who are you really going to get to support you? The mm-hmm. people that are in your circle have a commonality between you and your ex. So mm-hmm. who really wants to be in a position where they think they have to decide or choose? 
And then if you gotten closer to some individuals, because in a divorce, some individuals like me, Put in a space in a place where you are covering up the hot mess moments because you don't want all your stuff in the street. Mm-hmm. And then a lot of it, you shield in love. And because you're covering some things in love, when other individuals be like, well, what happened? Y'all were the perfect really? Mm. Yeah, okay, I can see how you can get that. But some of the ways that people can get that is because if you are not clear about who you are, you will allow people, places, and things to undercut you, undergird you, and rip your soul apart. Mm-hmm. That's where I was when my divorce left me broken, broken. Mm-hmm. Went from the two-parent household and my children, I think being well in the suburban environment, Latika, <laughs> having to move them into a space and a place that was unfamiliar with them. And then I realized, yes, I wanted my kids to have better, but I really was raising suburban kids in an urban environment and had mm-hmm. to figure out how to deal with that adjustment. Mm-hmm. So in story, I give you insight about how to tap into your core strengths. Because once you are clear about who you are, you can eliminate conflict quickly. So one lady shared with me that I'm really a conflict management specialist or mm-hmm. reset strategist. I'm like, oh, I like both of those titles. That's nice. I like that. I but what I knew I needed to do was to find a simple solution. I'm an electrical engineer by discipline, project manager by trade. My natural, logical, analytical mind thinks an outline so I can come up with something simple, even though it's a complex nature. And God told me I had to start sharing that with the world. So that's where my book was birthed. And from the book, Red Alert, is he the one, the pocket guide defining the love of your life? Mm-hmm. The course was found. The podcast was birthed. I got to meet you. And now a new community of phenomenal black women. Hello, yes, <laughs> I love it. This, like, first of all, I'm what just saying, yes, uh-huh. absolutely. Yes. Conflict. Yes. All of that. Like the way you say it, I'm just like, oh, you go ahead. Like, <laughs> that was so I'm sold. You know something that's really phenomenal that I was not expecting post? Well, mm-hmm. pre-COVID, mm-hmm. I mostly did all of my courses in person because I have to interact. I'm the sort of individual that, like you were saying, Nicole, you can feel the energy in the room. There are mm-hmm. some things that I'm already clear. There's three points I bring to every table but the stories come from what I've lived. And I may need to pivot a particular story that I have in mind for what I feel is the energy in the room. Mm-hmm. But when COVID happened, going virtual, I had to, I got three coaches to help me be virtual. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but before COVID, I had 60% females that were single, divorced, 40% men, post-COVID, 80% married people. <laughs> And 70% of them are females, 30% men. So I'm in a new space and place with this. Mm-hmm. I like that. The lessons range. They still move yes. through. So everyone mm-hmm. is welcome. So mm-hmm. you said, you, first of all, yes. all of you said one main thing was you figured out where you were and either built community or got the coaches that you need, right? And so a lot of times people don't understand that. Like they don't like... It's uncomfortable, right? No matter what you're doing. You said you ended you you had a divorce. Went with relationships 
either way. Even if it's not like a formal, like written down mm -hmm. marriage, like relationships, it, it feels like a divorce, right? Like when you walk mm -hmm. away, I'll say, I'll say to myself, I don't care. I ended a relationship, Lucy can I ended a relationship, <laughs> right? And we would have been 10 years this year. Mm -hmm. And it was the hard, like it was a hard decision. I was over it, not to not to put them on blast, but I was over it like two years before I walked away. Like we were engaged, we lived together and all of those pieces. And I was literally sacrificing myself and my own happiness because I was looking at the, the family that we had, but I was miserable. Like, I, oh my gosh. And so the decision that I made to like just get up and leave, it was just like, I'm done. Like I can't take anymore. And again, it's me choosing myself the same way I chose myself with my job, right? And once you're on this journey of like understanding your value, understanding your worth, knowing who you are, like you said, Tanya, like certain things that you accepted is just like unacceptable. Like I just, it's over. Like, and it's just like what I accepted yesterday is not happening today. What I accepted five years ago is, I wish you would. Yesterday's price is not today's price. <laughs> okay, right? But the I understood where I was and I understood what I needed to do to get to where I wanted to be. So finding the help and as uncomfortable as it was, as uncomfortable as it was to go from my own place and then moving and somebody, like it was uncomfortable, but I have been the happiest I have ever been in my entire life since I removed the job that I had that I felt like everybody else didn't want me to have and I needed to have to show that I worth something because I had my kid when I was young and I was in an abusive relationship and all these things that all these traumas that I went through I was on a mission to prove that I was not my past right and so now I was making all the money and all that and it was great but I was miserable then I had this relationship we were engaged and we're living together but I was miserable like I was choosing the 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 optics mm -hmm. of everything but literally dying inside internally right and mm -hmm. so when I chose myself and continue to choose myself it's like, it's just a different vibe. And so now when I get to the level of success that I want to get, the, the person that I am now, I will be able to not self-sabotage. I won't have perfectionism. I won't have all of these things that were holding me back to being the best version of myself. So now, listen, listen, that's only the beginning, okay? I'm only getting started. And I haven't even started. If you really want me to be real, I really gives it up, <laughs> right? But I said a lot of great things. And like the key parts when you said breaking generational cycles and generational curses. When you said, okay, choosing yourself and, and understanding who you are and what you want and being uncomfortable. When you said, Antigua, oh, I knew I was in this place and in this space, but I wanted to get the help that I needed to, to get. And I did the things that I needed to do so I could be the best version of myself. You like, it's literally encompassed in what this book is about, because no matter what, you're going to have things that you're going to go through, like no matter where you are and what stage of life you're in, no matter how much I've done evolved and changed, there's something that triggers me today or there's something that happens tomorrow where I'm like, oh, got more work to do, <laughs> got mm -hmm. more evolving to do, right? But it's all about you making a decision to say that I want to be the best version of myself. I want to have the best life that I can live. I want to have the freedom. I want to have the time and let go of any of the perceptions or expectations of other people. And you kind of said that mm -hmm. earlier, Nicole, where, you know, there's people that come with their limiting beliefs, right? And so how do you, how do you, I'm going to ask the room, how do you combat that and the ticket you can start? One of the things um, that I had to learn is I had to stop blaming other people for um, the things that I wasn't doing. Um, and so what I mean by that is I would say, oh, I can't really have the career that I want because I have four kids at home. Um, 
I can't really go to networking events because what are people going to say when I have to go out to the car and go pump because I'm still breastfeeding my my child? Um, you know, what what do you do? And so I just had to learn that I can't blame other people. I can't blame circumstances. Um, I can't I can't blame anyone. What I had to do is really look inside myself and say, okay, what is it that I want? And then how am I going to go after it? Um, and so really, honestly, that's that's really the thing that I had to stop. I had to stop blaming other people and look in myself and say, okay, do I really want to continue being stuck? Do I really want to continue to be unhappy? Or do I really want to be that chief learning officer? Do I want to walk into the doors of IBM and say, look, I am here to transform your workforce development program. Do I really want that? And if that's what I really want, I got to go after it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let me tell you something. If I would listen to people, I would be sitting, being no, no offense to anybody that does accounting. Listen, Accounting is its own science, and it is one. It, I enjoyed it. I did it for about fifteen years of my life. From from since I was fifteen, I did accounting, and it literally helps me in running my organization now, like financials and all the other good stuff. And, and it helped me in my GM role. Like accounting is like the root of of me. But if I were to listen to what people had to say, I would literally be sitting in a cubicle right now, mm-hmm. miserable. Like literally, mm-hmm. right? Because a lot of times people put their own limiting beliefs on you they project whatever their fear is on you and then on the other side you they see you shining and doing all the things and then they come and project their negativity on you too like listen it's not my fault that i am the sun okay like i'm not i'm there's no more option to dim my light i don't know what to tell you i'm not going to make myself uncomfortable or minimize myself to make you feel better there's either Either you become a son or like, bye, like nobody has time for that. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Or figure out how can I connect with people to get to where exactly. I want to be versus trying to trying to take somebody else down, right? So it's there's like two sides to that. It's either they're trying to keep you small or they're trying to find a way to dim your light, right? And so it's a combat of both. And so you said something very powerful as well in, in understanding what I wanted and what do I need to do to get it and not allowing someone else to come in and kind of dim your dreams and and put their limiting beliefs. Cause then again, where would you be now if you didn't? Right. And I'm saying that to you guys that are listening, because there's a lot of times where people say things to you and then all of a sudden you're like, it might trigger you or it's like, or you might feel that within your subconscious. Or you're like, wait, maybe they're right. Like, okay. Like maybe I shouldn't. No, don't. don't, All right. Don't, I'm not going to say those to anybody because some people like (laughs) Some people come and they really have your best interest at heart. And you be you might be out here looking a little crazy, right? But make sure that it's aligned. Make sure it's constructive feedback. Make sure it's aligned to where you want to go and it's really truly feeding what you want to do. Because so I'm telling you, you have to be very mindful. We're gonna get into that too. Because I do file cabinets for people. I do inventory quarters yes. for people. Like I, listen, I, like I don't got time. Like if you are not aligned to where I'm going, or you're not supporting where I'm going. Then there's no need for you. Mm-hmm. Listen, there's no mm-hmm. need. And I'm go- I might love you for a distance, or I mean from a distance, or you might become Casper. But that's all about <laughs> that's literally based on who you are as an individual. Yep. But go ahead, Tanya. Tell us how you have how you come back, like li- people that come with limiting beliefs or try to like project negativity on what it is that you're doing and who you are becoming. 
Well, what I share comes from three separate spaces and I function in Trinity because it's easier for me to function that way. I talk about having a better relationship with yourself so that you can have a better relationship with others. And in order for you to reach the next level, having a better relationship with a being greater than yourself will help you get the glue that you need to make everything all right. For me, that's Jesus. Now you don't have to serve the God I serve in order for you to get where you need to be. But trust me when I tell you on this side of this journey, Oh, having him let me know that I'm designed in the image of God. If you know from the top of your head to the soles of your feet, you are designed in the image of God, limiting beliefs will be eliminated. That light that you were talking about, he already says that you were created to be a light that shines on the city of the hill. Who in the world can tell you? You are not worthy. You are not amazing. God called you a masterpiece. And if the creator of the universe decided to tell me I was a masterpiece, I'm going to let my light so shine. <laughs> let, see, every, I feel like she's like a spoken word artist or something. Like, how, like I'm just like, yes, I, I am worthy. I Yes, absolutely. Like you are, <laughs> you are 150% right. Like a lot of times, again, we kind of get disconnected from the spiritual side and the soul side of, of, of our lives. Right. And like, I believe in Jesus and I believe in God and whoever you believe in too, like, as long as you, I'm not religious. Like I couldn't sit here and be like, go to Bible verse, Luke chapter 12, verse. that's not me in any way, shape or form. I will never sit here and lie, but I'm very spiritual in that way. And understanding that there is a God and he is the one that is leading my life. And he is the one that has kept me from a lot of things, child. We're going to get into that a little bit later, right? But um, <laughs> but no, I completely agree with you. Being very clear on who you are and confident in who you are and not allowing those negative things to come into play and kind of like, you you know how it comes. You got to be like Neo. I call, it, I call it Neo, like the Matrix. Like, uh, uh, oh, okay, you thought. Oh, you thought that was going to hurt my feelings? Oh, no. Oh, you thought you was that important? Oh, no. Right? So you're absolutely right. So I appreciate your, um, your feedback, Vanya. Go ahead, Nicole. So I have to add a little sauce into the mix because, yeah. yes, very similar to you. I'm very spiritual, definitely not religious um, in the sense of the word, like you just mentioned with the whole Bible thing. But I do have a nuanced approach to that. I do think having discernment, because I always say we are uh, we are humans. You know, I always say we're humans having a spiritual experience. And I totally understand that it is definitely easier to bypass some stranger or someone you don't have an emotional connection to versus like your mom or someone that you hold in high regards. So I always tap into like, we are all humans. So from a mindful, mindful perspective, I always invite a pause because I understand that someone who knows you're going through a change, they only know the old you. So oftentimes they could only speak to that. So I'm very good at a pregnant pause because you have to give your space time because it's human. Like, you know, if your mom is saying something, that's your mom that brought you to the world. Like you're not going to roll that off your shoulders. Like maybe someone who's down the block who you probably not doing, you know, anything for their life. So in that perspective, I roll with the ladies on this. But of course, if it's like your mom, a pregnant pause might be needed or someone that you admire. And I think sometimes when we're not 100% in our vision or who we think we are, we get to see our shadow. We get to see our old self talking. And I truly believe that everyone is actually your teacher or your messenger. As you become convicted into who you are, you'll notice less, you'll hear less people saying things to you because everyone in front of you, in my eye, is still you. 
And I think that whenever I see that I'm getting a lot of people saying stuff, it's just a reminder, oh, there's something about me that I'm a little unsure. And you're just showing me on where I'm standing right now. And it, I think having the pregnant pause, like, oh, that's me. I'm a little scared. Oh, this is a little me reminding me. Um, so for me, I'm, you know, from a mindful perspective, I always say like a nice pregnant pause. I think learning to be an observer in your life. I don't think everything requires a reaction all the time. I do think sometimes like taking it in, maybe that's when you might institute some type of journaling, because I do believe that if you are going around trying to defend your decisions, that means you're not even convinced about the decision you're making. You know, it's different when someone's asking you a question and you're explaining, but if you're walking around trying to prove it, I would check back to my soul. Like, why am I really doing this? Like, am I doing this to prove a point? And even if your answer isn't what you want to say, I think it's still good to know the space you're coming from. Because I do, I see a lot of these memes, like I'm going to do something to prove other people wrong. I don't necessarily think that's the best place to operate from. It, it doesn't, it's not long lasting. It's very different from when something's coming from your soul. Because when it's from your soul, if you're religious, if you feel like God put it in your heart, Jesus put it on your heart, you're, you're more than likely not going to be that affected because you know it's not coming from you, right? Very different from I'm trying to do something to prove someone wrong. And unfortunately, we do live in certain societies and groups where sometimes we do feel that we need, but anytime when you're feeling that you're motivated mostly off of that, you're going to get a lot of defense because it's felt. It's when, when, just like when Tanya's speaking, like I feel her energy and her passion. That doesn't sound like it's coming from anyone. It doesn't sound like she's trying to prove anything wrong. This like feels like it's on her heart. So I think just learning to practice a pause for yourself and try to talk, tap back in. Like for me, I always say like, oh, this is little Nicole talking. Um, you know, and depending on who the person is saying it, like, of course, if it's my mom, I'm like, oh, man, she, 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 she brought me into the world and like she probably means very well. This is probably something she's going. I'm not doing what she probably would want to do. Now, if it's Joe Smo from the block, then I'm just like. Yes. I'm just gonna <laughs> so I think, you know, sometimes you can't have a one size fits all model for everyone because we're mm -hmm. humans and different people have different emotional ties to us. Mm -hmm. um, but I definitely think a pregnant pause is all and a pregnant pause. I don't even know where I got the term from. I don't even know if it's really a thing anymore. But I just <laughs> I've been saying and people like Nicole, what is that? I say it all the time. But I just like to like it's almost like you just take an observation. Like, what's happening here? Mm -hmm. See how you feel. Your emotions are very important cues of information like did you feel good when this person like what you said Chanel like there are people in our lives who may not like what you're doing but they have but they you value them mm -hmm. you might have a different response when they say something you're like hmm are they like for me like I've I've traveled to like four or five countries in the midst of COVID one of my really close mentors was very concerned like I didn't take it as like she thought that what I was doing wrong she was just had a natural concern so I wasn't triggered and felt like she doesn't want me to fly or go anywhere you know I, I understood that she she loves me and she wants to know that her adopted daughter she calls me is doing well right. you know very different from someone who's just like hating and they just like oh you getting stamps in your passport like you know what I mean like yeah. but I know the discernment so I respond differently I pause I I I, I, I take it in. Um, so that's what I would, especially for someone who's watching this and maybe the people who are giving you the feedback are the people you love the most. I'm not talking mm -hmm. about, you know, this one down here who you don't admire. And lastly, I'll add, cause I do go on. Um, <laughs> start finding people in your life that you like how they live. Those are the people you should care about what they have to say. 
Mm-hmm. You know, to the point we all talked about, community is important. So I'm not team, no man is an island. I'm not team, excuse me, I'm, I'm, I'm no team, like I'm going to do this all by myself and all of that. You need to find people you admire and they don't have to necessarily be related to you. Mm-hmm. Those are the people that you might value their input. Um, said, yeah, I'm very nuanced in that. And that's one of my, I think that's one of my gifts is I kind of add a nuance because everything isn't always like necessarily black and white per se, especially when it comes to like, our emotions mm-hmm. and navigating and changing and mm-hmm. going on a different path. Mm-hmm. Um, I know for some of us, depending on your relationship, it is easy to be like, at these people, I don't care about them. And for some people, it's not. Like, mm-hmm. So for you, if it's someone you care, just pause, observe, take, I'm a fan of take deep breaths. Mm-hmm. This is the only thing that gives us purpose to know that we're here on this planet and like mm-hmm. deep breath. Like whenever I do that, like that calms me down. Sometimes um, you gotta do meditation because sometimes the breathing it be like <laughs> your heart rate is going to nine million, but you're absolutely right. Well, because we breathe incorrectly, we breathe from our chest, but we're supposed to be breathing from our diaphragm. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about those deep breaths, mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. No, you're absolutely like, right. You were 100 percent right. You said a lot of things that were key you said discernment you said the pause you said being very clear and not reacting you said the breathing right you're absolutely let me tell you something i we are on the same page in all of those things like you you said you also said that when you have somebody that is close to you it might have a different impact than somebody that isn't and that's very true the people that have hurt me the most are the people that are closest to me the people that have said things that have kind of made me feel some kind of way where the people that didn't expect to do so. Right. And so you're absolutely right. I worked so diligent to do, to have self-control. That was my main goal for 2021. I want to have self-control and no longer react to things. I give myself, I say 72 hours because sometimes the, the ten, some, depending on the gravity of the situation, I give myself <laughs> 72, 72 hours to respond. Cause you know, you're absolutely right. Like back before I started my healing journey, you couldn't, what did Nicki Minaj say? What was said? What happened? Like I would t- turn up in any anything that you said that I felt some kind of way about. You I'm had just to saying, get, like literally like but now, now, right? But from like a, I would be yes. I'm I I'm sharing this from a learned perspective. Like like I would want to tell you about yourself, your mom, your cat, your dog. Like I would want to like tell you how I feel immediately and then some. And that was like. Yeah, it gets people. It, what it does is it takes your power away, right? Like when you yeah. do that, first of all, 99% of the time they're doing that to get a reaction out of you. That's one. Or two, they're just trying to find some way to make you feel some kind of way because you're you're triggering them. And that's what I had to realize as well. Like And like you said, mm-hmm. with the people that are closest to you, you have to have discernment. You have to understand and take that time to evaluate. Yeah. I do self-evaluation all the time. Like, okay, why do I feel this way? When was the last time I felt this way? Where is it coming from? Because a lot of times it's probably coming from something that you experienced as a child, maybe what you experienced as a teenager. You know what I mean? And so getting to the root, because a lot of the times when you go through certain things is literally a reflection, like you said, a reflection of you, right? Like, why is this Why is this bothering me? What is it? And instead of like blaming your everybody else, like the teacher said earlier, you just take a time. Some, okay, let me be very clear. Sometimes it's everybody else. Like, let's be clear, right? Yeah. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes it is. Like, sometimes it can, it can literally be 
them. Like again, because you are, they're projecting their own insecurities, their own limiting beliefs, their own things on you, or they just got issues that they haven't dealt with and don't even know exist. Right. And so sometimes again, when I said earlier, take an inventory of people, because like you said, people are forever changing. People are human. So you want to give people an opportunity, right. But at the same time, you want to make sure that you're not sacrificing your happiness and yourself either. Right. And I say that because I used to do that, as I said earlier. Right. Mm -hmm. And me so too. taking that time to really discern what's happening, gaining clarity on what's happening, taking a pause and saying, okay, what's what assessing what, what is the situation, right? And not having a reaction to everything. So again, like I said, you're giving your power away when you do that. And so moving like Neo in the matrix is what I say is super important and dodge and dodging all of the things that may come your way and 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 you never it, it, listen life is a test life is a challenge and some there's no right and there's no wrong in my opinion right like you just made a decision and sometimes that decision that you made you might have to come back and circle around a couple of times to learn the thing right or, or when you when you when you oh, the next decision that you make oh, okay oh it, it it showed me that okay this is the journey that i'm supposed to be on because then doors open and positive things start happening right and so everything like you said is a learning experience and it's just about making that that decision regardless of the decision, making a decision and showing up as your best version of yourself, because you're always learning mistakes happen, right? Decisions are made, things, things can go wrong, but ultimately it's about how you rise up. And that's what the point of this book is, It's literally from victim to warrior, because we all have had traumas, we've all had experiences, but we don't allow them to define us. And again, like we said earlier, it's attaching to the right people. It's a, not, I don't like to say attaching, finding the right people. Mm -hmm. Attaching sounds real leachy to me. We eat leeches over here, but finding the right people to really align to where you want to go, finding the right people that you, like you said, that are where you want to be and figuring out, okay, what do I need to do to be there? What do I need to do to be the best version of myself? Right. And that's kind of what we discussed. And I appreciate all your feedback because it's so, you guys said all truths. It's all honest and it's all truths. And like, like Nicole says, sometimes it might come from your mama. Sometimes it might come from your daddy. Maybe it might come from your best friend. And, and you don't want to ruin relationships, but again, you don't want to sacrifice yourself. So like I said, I do inventory quarterly. Okay. I got four or five cabinets is one, two, three, and four. The first cabinet is because I rock with you. Like I trust you and we can have conversations all day and that's fine. Second cabinet. Oh, you did. You, you might've did a, a little something. I still love you, but you did. I really wasn't feeling when you said what you said or when you did what you did, but I still love you. So like, I don't want to get rid of you. Cabinet three is like, mm, no, I know who you are. And like, I still think you're great, but you can't be in one and two. I can't, I can't share my wins. I can't share my secrets. I can't be a hundred percent myself with you. And in five cabinet four, <laughs> Casper, you no longer exist. I have, I have written you off and I'm sorry in advance, but unfortunately I just, I can't like, you're actually, you're poking holes in my ship. And I said it when we recorded earlier this week, like I'm building a ship. And there's no life rafts, like there's no life rafts, there's no lifesavers. So this is the ship that I'm building and I want people to come. I want the community, I want everybody to win. I want to break cycles. I want to break, build wealth. I want to build legacy. And that's all great. But if you are poking holes in my ship, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, or you're trying to dent something in my ship, I will throw you off the side. And there is no life raft. There's no lifesaver. There's no rescue boat. There's no helicopter to find you. You're in file cabinet four. And unfortunately, it was it was your actions. And I give opportunity. You know, we give people opportunity. You're human, right? We're going to give you opportunity. If I rock with you, you get three. If I don't, you get one. And that's just what it is. 
that's just what it is. And that's only because I've been through a lot and, and I've, and it's been a learning process for me, but also I'm, I'm very, very, my power is important. My energy is important. My environment is important. The people that are around me are important and where I'm going is even more important. So if you're not aligned to where I'm going, then unfortunately you're probably going to be holding me back. So, and that's not an option for me, but that's all I got to say about that. I appreciate your feedback on, on, on that topic. Cause it, it, I feel like that's a struggle that a lot of people go through is like, I, I'm, 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 I'm working hard to get to where I want to be, but I'm, I'm having these attacks and this is all these things that are coming. That's holding me back and I'm trying to feel defeated. And what do I do? And how do I do? And I feel like everything that you said would really, truly help people to do that. And so what would you say is in your transformation, what would you say is something that you are, that you're proud of that you've accomplished? And you can go ahead, Tanya. Gotta figure out how to get off mute, right? So <laughs> one of the things that I had to truly be clear, do not share insight or lessons that you have not yet finished, gotten to the, the finish line. Too often people are still walking through the struggle and the trauma and they want to share a lesson that they've got to, but you've got to get all the way through it. Like you were sharing earlier, there are levels. When you count from one to 10, it's the same one to 10, except for now we call it 20. Mm -hmm. Then we call it 30. Then we call it 50. If the road that you're supposed to take means you have to get to 100, then get to 100 before you start sharing the lesson because it could look different halfway through the plane. So for example, I'm remarried now. It'll be 11 years in two weeks. Oh, I am so excited. This launch is coming in my birthday month and I thank you for letting me join you on the journey. But when I got halfway through the phase of where I was courting my husband, I thought, oh, I've arrived. Here I am. But I had to wait until there was a space and a place in order for me to start sharing more insight because I had not yet reached 100. Now that I've walked on this side of the journey, because my first marriage was 11 years, my second marriage is now 11 years. I've got mm -hmm. insight, strategies, and information that I've brought. When I wrote my premier book, I'd walked through to level 100. Mm -hmm. Now I have that I can supply. So the strategies and actionable steps that I share Part of it is inside of the book that I've shared with you. Others are inside of course and strategy sessions because they're unique to the individual. You have to be whole and heal to give the strategies and actionable steps for others to take. Mm -hmm. Because what I did when I was in step one does not look at all like what I share now on step 10. You, yes, I'm sorry. That's absolutely true. And so, so would you say that you're uh, an accomplishment that you're proud of is that you you're remarried and you're about to hit the 11 years and, and even more. Do you feel like that's one of the accomplishments that you're proud of? Exactly. Yes. And so while I can give insight to divorcees is because I've done the divorce thing, but I've also successfully remarried because the divorce rate is a lot higher for second or third marriages. Mm -hmm. I know what it means to be in a successful relationship and I have a track record that mm -hmm. proves what I share, what I give and what I know mm -hmm. will get you to your next level as well if that's where you want to go. Yes, oh, I love that. That was, I don't know. Can you just like record something for me to listen to every day? Because like, <laughs> girl, like you should, I feel like she'd be yelling and still talks like that. Like, <laughs> like she'd be pissed and still be like, so listen. What we're not going to do is this. 
And if you play with me, I might go to level seven. Stop playing. <laughs> like, I love it. I love it. I love, love, love it. <laughs> I cannot. I absolutely love it. And congratulations. That's a beautiful thing. Like, a lot of times as you're gaining success, you're like, I don't need anybody. But child, when you got somebody to share with, it's just like a whole different vibe, right? Like it is. But again, it has to be the right person. Because sometimes you find people and they just be like, why did I choose you again? But that's another conversation. Yes, Nicole. <laughs> what is one accomplishment? You're so funny, Chanel. <laughs> <laughs> I would definitely say that I'm really proud of my inner peace mm-hmm. and alignment and joy that I managed to cultivate on a continuous basis mm-hmm. with with the fact that I don't have all the things that I want. I think that most people are waiting to have the thing and then they'll be happy. And I think that's definitely been a gift. You know, like people think that I have all the things I want and I'll be like, I actually don't, but I know how to enjoy a present moment. I really know how to create an aligned life. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course, like I know for people that care in the world, you know, like paying off over $40,000 in debt, mostly student loans, um, continuously attracting um, a global community. Like I literally know people, I think on every continent at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think there's something to be said about inner peace, especially now where people are so stressed out with, you know, the COVID, all these things that's happening, the fair tactics, all of that that's happening right now. So the fact that I can be in that space on a continuum, even when I don't have all of my needs met, like I don't have everything I want. I think there's something to be said about that. And just knowing how to keep that in a very honest way. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like queen of attraction, like I, I think that I've learned really the whole idea of manifestation and really attracting mm-hmm. what I need. Mm-hmm. Like I always feel abundant and I don't only limited to money, but just like, like I'm always good. Right. You, you said something so major, like inner, like, all right. So a lot of times we, uh, we, we get goals and it's aligned to something of value, like, like tangible value. Right. So like, oh, I want the car. Then I'll, like you said, I'll get the car and I'll be good. Okay. I'll get the salary and I'll be good. Oh, I'll get the husband. I'll be good. I'll get this and I'll be the house to this, to that. Right. But when you like, literally one of my like biggest goals is that like peace, like peace and like joy. Right. And like being able to be in the present moment, because I feel like life is just always coming at you. Right. And so in it, like you are so right like that. And oh, you said like when you said I don't have all the things that I want yet, but I'm just like I'm in a good place in space like. That's, that's that's literally how you unlock abundance. No, and you know, as I'm, you know, somebody, some might be watching this because I'm still looking for a, like a mate. But it's funny because, you know, for people that read the scripture, like for me, that's what I translate to seek the kingdom and all will be added to you. Like I feel that when I seek the best for myself, my peace, like I could only get anything extra, you know, because anyone that gets to be with me, like. Like I'm like a cherry on the top as they are a cherry on top to me because I'm so full. I'm so full. So um, for me, I think that gives me the most joy because I know people that have a lot of things like the things you mentioned and they are just like miserable. But um, I also say, don't take for granted your feelings. I think in our society, we downplay feelings. We want things because we associate them to how we're going to feel. But once you start to 
gravitate and create that feeling for yourself. You no longer have, everything is just a bonus. Yes. You want a mate. Like I want a mate because I live a lovely full life. And I, just like you said about Tanya, like I want someone to share with me this amazing life that I'm living. Mm -hmm. It's totally different from like, oh my God, I'm so like lonely and loneliness. I'm not judging loneliness, but like, Mm -hmm. it's just a different space. It's a different energy Mm -hmm. of like, I want these things. Like, if I go into a cool car, it's cool, but it's not because I think it's going to make me more than what I am. As to Tanya's point, yeah, I am made in the image and likeness of God. So therefore, I am that. Oh, period. Okay. Full stop. Full stop. So yeah, and I think peace is cool. Like people say they like money, but I do think we want money so we can have peace. And I'm not, of course, I think having money, having no debt is also it. But I think peace, like... You can't pay for it. Like, peace of mind, I think, is like... I agree. I agree. Go ahead, Latika. What do you say is one of your biggest accomplishments? I think for me, um, on top of what both Nicole and Tanya said, is um, changing my atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is um, not only changing the people that I um, are in my circle of influence, but changing my mindset and changing the things that I listen to. Um I do try very hard to make sure that the things I watch, the things that I listen to, whether it be inspirational messages um, or music, I do try to make sure that, you know, they're very uplifting. But what I realized is in order for me to get to where I needed to be, um, I truly needed to transform what I was listening to um, because what I think what is in my heart, I will do. And so I had to, um, you know, think about who is it that I really want to be like? I want to be like Oprah because she has so, so many organizations out here. So many organizations. She has networked. She has um, Oprah Daily. She has, she has so much and that's what I want to be. I truly want to build this, this enterprise like her. So if I want to be like her, well, I need to start acting like Oprah. And so what do I need to do? I need to listen to, you know, her inspirational messages. She has um, daily messages that she sends out each and every single day. So I need to subscribe to that. I need to make sure that I'm subscribed to the books that she, um, you know, is listening to. Um, so I had to really change my atmosphere. Um, and so that making sure my mindset was, I, I had to level up. And I also had to level up my confidence. And so the things that I believe for, you know, I, God tells us his promises are yes and amen. So if his promises are yes and amen, then there's no need for me to feel like I'm lacking in a place or that I'm not going to get something. So I truly, truly, truly had to change my mindset. And for that, I'm so grateful. Um, And I believe that has been um, truly something that has um, transformed me and something I'm really, really um, appreciative of. I think everybody knows, like, (laughs) I keep saying that because, like, you see me on social media and you see me in person and all that stuff, but like in like the nitty gritty of what happens behind the scenes, you have no clue what a person yeah. is going through. You have no clue what they're experiencing. You don't have, you have no clue what they've, they've sacrificed to get to where they 
are in life, right? And so you're absolutely right in regards to the mindset. And I feel like that's one of mine as well, like that I'm most proud of is that I'm in a level of space of freedom. Like, and, and when I say freedom, free of like the limits and beliefs, free of the negative things that I used to deal with and, and accept and the breaking the habits and breaking the cycles. And like this past year, I have been so focused on myself because I'm just like, all right, like we've gotten this far, right? Like we got to the six figures, we got to the car, we got, we got all the compliments, accomplishments, we got all these things, but I'm still like, I still wasn't happy. So it literally is still more that I need to do for myself. And so I took this time and just paused. I was like, I don't want to do speaking engagements. I want to do my interviews. I don't want to talk to anybody. Like I love everybody, but I need time with myself to really figure out what healing I need to do. What, what more work do I need to do so that I can be the best version of myself? And I love the Chanel that I was. She got me this far and I appreciate her like literally, but she had to go child. Like you had, like you had to go. Like, I'm sorry, you are not the best version of myself. And so the person I've turned into child, I am in gratitude. You don't understand like how free I feel. I used to take on everybody's opinions, everybody's thought, like everything, everything. I was so insecure internally. My self-value didn't exist. My self-worth didn't exist. Child, like I would work 18 hours and still find a way to go back to work the next day or what, like I just sacrificed myself and put everybody before me. And now... (laughs) Child, I wish you would. My self-care is elite. Okay. I will sit and I will <laughs> listen. I'd be like, look, I love y'all, but y'all listen. I listen, you don't want the incredible hope to come out, right? Like, we don't, we don't want the old shit. Like, she's still here. Don't get it twisted. Like, I just turned her off. Like, she will pop out for you. Don't play, right? But <laughs> but I will, I'm right. <laughs> but my level of self-control, I control her, right? I choose when I want her to come back out. Cause you know, some people play with you. When you when you on this transformation journey and healing and namas stay and, and trying to be cool calm and collective people play all day like and like nicole said they they're they're used to the old version of you because they're not on the same journey as you right so sometimes you gotta remind people like do a little chin check like, like stop playing with me right <laughs> but but also just being very 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 aware being self-aware being in constant self-evaluation and also doing the things like inner child listening to your inner child okay you just want to go sit in the park for five minutes girl go do that oh, okay you need to take a nap please go take the nap Oh, you need to do a meditation? Go ahead. Yo, whatever it is, take the time to do self-care because that's like one of the most number one things that as women, we do not do. We like literally we don't. We feel we feel like we're being selfish, but I promise you, you cannot show up in your 110% for somebody else if you're at 0%. So take the time to really, truly get to know yourself, love yourself, figure out what healing you need to do, what trauma you need to release, who you have to release, all of those things. And it will literally help you to elevate your life and get you to where you want to because child, that's what I did, Jill. And I am happy as hell. So when I start making my millions, you know what I'm saying? When I start talking, when I'm on my yacht, y'all, y'all could come too. Like when I'm doing all those things, trust and believe I put in the work and I sacrificed and I did all the things that I needed to do, put myself in an uncomfortable spaces, had the uncomfortable conversations and then got rid of who I was for the past 30 years, child. I gave my age a little bit. Don't worry about it. I ain't telling you the real number, but the past 30 years, I got rid of that person and I love her. She like, I love her. Like I love her. She's the greatest person ever, but for where I want to go and who I need to be, 
nah, you have to go. So I'm just saying, if you try to come and poke holes in my ship, if you try to come and minimize what I'm doing, I'm sorry, it's not going to work because I'm very, 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 very solid in who I am and what I am doing and the value that I bring. And I hope the same for you. But we're going to get into this trailer. Listen, I listen. I'm like, I love marketing. I love being creative. And so I put a lot of effort in work. I ain't make the trailer. That's not happening. That's not, you, you outsource things. So we're, when I start talking business, we're going to start learning outsourcing and productivity and all that. But I outsource. Okay. So I have this amazing trailer. So you're going to see this. Okay. <laughs> And like, it, as fun as it is, like sometimes you just need a mental break. And so I hope you enjoyed that trailer. And if you have not gotten your copy of Maximum Evolution yet, you need to go to MaximumEvolutionBook.com like right now. Okay, not right now when we're done. Like, but make sure you go after we're done. I'm just saying. But I'm going to have the lovely, lovely ladies come up and tell the, tell you what is next for them. So I'm going to bring up Tanya and say hello to real people. Hello, everyone. Hello, honey. Tell them what's next for you. So one to one, thank you for having this opportunity. You have to make certain that you get the book because what's next for you is the next phase of what I do for individuals, helping you get to a space and a place where you're clear about your core strengths so that you can eliminate conflict. I'm sharing more of what I do on all the various social media platforms that I have. So go to tanyaehood.com. You can find the website, that has all of the ways to contact me so that we can walk you into your next trajectory to eliminate conflict and find your core strengths. Yes, thank you so much. I appreciate you for being on this project. I thank you for being here for this virtual launch and your contribution and all that you teach and the value that you bring. Hello, that is why, I, listen, I spoke to him, I'm like, I need you on this book because like you are phenomenal and I love what you do. And the mission of Maximum Evolution is to provide opportunities and to help women to really be the best version of themselves and to build their legacy and to do the thing. So I appreciate you for saying yes, that's one. And two, the contribution that you made, but also the legacy that you are building for yourself, but also within helping Maximum Evolution do the same. So thank you so much. I appreciate you. Thank you. All right. We got up next. We got the lovely Nicole. Go ahead. Tell them what's next for you. 
Cause she, she, listen, I'm not hating, right? Like I got my bucket list and I want to go to Egypt too. And she's been to like 90 other countries that I want to go to. I'm not hating. I'm, listen, the last thing that I am, I'm a hater. I'm not a hater at all. Like I'm definitely like, not a hater. You're I'm a lover, I love all that she's doing, but Egypt is on my bucket list. So make sure you do at least three cartwheels off of, off of a pyramid. I got you. Make sure you like go see, like do all the things that, yeah, do all the things. I got you. <laughs> Um, I have a coaching program coming up um, for women of color. You know, I really want to help you to create some tangible steps so that you can create a life that's aligned and abundant while you live abroad. And my big word is ease and joy. I want you to access it as you're trying to create the life that you actually love or that you desire and just learning how to tap into your soul. Um, I'm your girl, the Soulful Expat. You could find me there on Instagram. Um, all the information, all the details will be there. And I'm here for you. Peace. Yes. I love it. I love it. I love it. And thank, again, thank you for your yes as well. And thank you for your contribution. I absolutely love your energy. And I hope that, you know, we stay connected because I think that you're really great. I love what you're doing. I'm all about taking risks and betting on yourself. And you have done that like your entire life. We didn't even get into you transitioning from being a teacher into starting your own company. And that's amazing to see. Like, I, I trust me, I understand. <laughs> No, that's what I understand. I know. No. We only answer that before we 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 um truly um close this. But I appreciate you again for your contribution. I appreciate. Thank you, you so yes. much. Thank you so and, much for having me. Yes, I will be messaging you because yeah, I have some other questions to ask you because you. Yeah, absolutely. You're fine. You're fine. Don't go anywhere yet. Don't go anywhere yet. Okay. okay. Yeah, we bring up. Let's see. Let's say hello to the beautiful people. Hello. Oh, what's next for you? <laughs> So I am so excited because um, as someone who's walked down that road of being stuck in their career as a working mom in a male-dominated industry, um, I have a coaching program for those working moms who feel the same. You feel stuck. You feel like you are like in a midlife crisis, honestly. Um, and so if you've been feeling like, you know, you don't know where to go. You don't know which direction to go in for your career. You don't know if you're in the right position. You don't even know right now is the best time because your kids are young. This coaching program is for you. It's a three-month coaching program. It's called Lead Grow Balance, where I help you to lead your career, grow in your relationship with Christ, because you got to have God as your foundation to be able to have that fulfilling and satisfying life and balance life like a boss. And so I, um, you can learn more about this program at www.visionary-initiatives.com. And you'll learn more about um, that program and how it can truly benefit you and lead you in the path of really getting back to your career vision. And you can connect with me on Instagram at Visionary Initiatives, one word, um, on Instagram. And so I just look forward to connecting with you all. So thank you so much, Chanel, for having me. Absolutely. Thank you. I'm honored to have you on this project and all the other ones that we got going on. Too. I appreciate you. Honestly, you have been um, a major, um, you have had a major impact on my life. And she listen, mm -hmm. she helped me to get my productivity together, child. Like the brain dumping and and planning out my week. It was stressful as hell. Like I said, you gotta do things. <laughs> 
that are uncomfortable to help you to get to your greatness, right? But like, so I appreciate you. I appreciate you for the uncomfortability, but I appreciate you for helping me to grow and to become and being part, a tangible part of, important part of who I have become for sure. Like the the week to weeks have been phenomenal. So I appreciate you. But we're going to go ahead and bring the ladies back up really quickly as we wrap up. Tanya, if you got to go, it's okay. I understand. I appreciate you. I appreciate your energy. I appreciate you sharing. I appreciate your transparency. And don't worry, she's not going anywhere. She, 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 she's going to be back. Like she, I have got to go help business. others eliminate conflict right now. Yes, yes, That's yes, part right. of what my course is about. So I thank you for this opportunity. I'm going Absolutely. to go help some other phenomenal individuals. And yeah. you don't have to be divorced to join my course. Just go to tanyaehood.com. Yeah. I've got to run to go support Thank some individuals. You. Thank you. I appreciate Take you. Take care, Thank everyone. Thank you for your hard work. I appreciate you. <laughs> All right. So, listen, we've been here for about an hour and 20 minutes, and I know, listen, we got a lot, a lot of things to do. I appreciate your time. I appreciate your energy. Is there any one tip that you want to share with the audience before we wrap up? And I'll go ahead and give Latika the, the, um, the first opportunity. I would say don't be afraid, Mm -hmm. even though that's really hard to accept, but don't be afraid. You know, um, you're not the only one that is going through what you're going through right now. All of us have gone through where you've been through. And as, as Tanya was talking, I seriously have been where she was, you know, being divorced at 21. Um, it, it, yeah, it was, it was crazy. But it just shows, again, that you are not by yourself and you cannot be afraid to walk through the lane of transformation. Um, Transformation is a beautiful journey. It's a beautiful experience. And when you come on the other side of that transformation, you are stronger. You are a, a better, a purposeful a satisfied, fulfilled person. So don't be afraid to go through the journey, whatever your journey is, but don't be afraid to to step in and go through this journey because when you come out, you're going to be a better version of yourself, better version for you, for your family, for generations down the line. You're going to be a better person. Yes, I absolutely love that. Go ahead, Nicole. What's one tip that you would share or advice? Um, I had one, but I'm going to be nice and sweet. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, I was basically going to say to live an infinite possible, excuse me, live an infinite positive possibility. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, I could have never told you that seven years ago that I would be chilling in Egypt for a creative career break. I could have not made this up it's not like it was some big grandiose plan um so i think being open you know like have plans but be flexible Mm -hmm. um and don't dismiss your feelings it's information don't Mm -hmm. let it rule you but it's information so if something is like tapping in and it's giving you joy that's kind of like a little clue it's like this is what i like Mm -hmm. um and listen to your heart 
Um, I live, we live in a society that kind of minimizes that. And I do think with some mindful strategies that I can provide, you know, to help you, how do you use that information for your abundance, for your joy, for your ease? Mm -hmm. um, but infinite, um, it, even if you never worked with me, I'm very big on living in possibilities. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Every single thing that we like on this planet is because someone thought about it. I think that's, that's wild. Weird. Right, that's so crazy. Yep. The bed that I'm sitting on, the carpet that I'm looking at right now, it was from out of someone's mind. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So use that for your transformation. I love that. That is so right. Yeah. That is so true. Can you can you um like make a post about that so I can save it? Something like infinite. Listen, mm -hmm. that's that's amazing. That's amazing, and I appreciate you. And for for me, I always say. Take the risk and bet on yourself. Like no matter what, no matter what, like just take the risk and bet on yourself. Like if you feel like, okay, I'm not happy with where I am in life. Okay, what do I need to do to, who do I need to connect with? What do I need to do so that I can get to who I want to be, right? If you're not happy in the job that you have, I'm going to agree one second. If you're not happy in the job that you have, Okay, what do I need to do? Who do I need to meet? What do I need to change, right? Take the risk and bet on yourself. If you have an idea, like you... Take the idea and, and figure out what is it that you need to do so that you can achieve it. If there's a goal, whatever it is that you have in life, just take the risk and bet on yourself because li like literally you can unlock doors that you didn't even know existed. Like Nicole just said, like Latika said, chief learning officer sitting in Egypt right now, me having my own business and, 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 and literally building the life that I want. Do you think I thought I was going to be able to do that? Yeah. My life coach told me this. I'm not going to hold you, but I met my life coach probably like five or six years ago, maybe a little bit longer than that, 2016. And she spoke that on me. She's like, you're going to be an author. You're going to have your own business. You're going to do speaking. You're gonna... And I'm like, girl, I'm an accounting manager at the Doubletree. What are you talking about, girl? Like I am, what are you, what are you talking about? And once she planted that, I was like, oh, okay. Then a book, I started listening to Lisa Nichols. I met her a couple of times, went to a couple of her events. I absolutely love her. And she helped me and connected with the first person that allowed me to be in a collaborative project similar to this. And that's how I became an author. And then I did 15 of them, <laughs> right? Then I started my own publishing company. And then with while I was doing that, I was building my career. I'm like, okay, I don't want to do accounting anymore. I want to be a GM. Everybody looked at me like, what are you talking about? You want to be a GM? Are you insane? Like you have kids, you talk about the kids, you have kids. What are you talking about? You have a, you have, you're making consistent money. Your schedule is set. Like, why would you want to do that? That doesn't make any sense. And you thought I listened to them. You thought I can't? No, I made, I became a GM in less than two years, a year and a half. I became a GM once I made that decision. And people that when I did it, they were like, what? I've been working for 25 years, still trying to be a GM. How did you do it? Oh, because when I, the download, when I get the idea, I find out what I need to do, who I need to be, who I need to connect with to make it happen. And I don't stop. I do not stop until I get what I want, period. I always have what I want and I always have what I need, period. I always get what I want and I always have what I need. I say that every time to myself. And since then, I've just been on a mission and I'm continuing to do so. And what I want out of life, I'm going to get. There's no other option. And so when you have that conviction, when you have that dedication, and then you take that time to really look at yourself and evaluate, there's no way you can't win. I'm just saying. I feel like I should make a math problem or something. I don't know. Evaluation <laughs> plus dedication times this and you winning all day. <laughs> but go ahead, Nicole. What did you want to say? We're going to wrap this no, up. No, I like that you... 
I like that you said that at the end, because you were talking about what you need to do. And the part that I always add in is you said at the end, Mm -hmm. who do I need to be? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. Also, I think it was Tasha that also, Tani, excuse me, mentioned that you like embodying. I think we often overlook. I'm very big on be, do, have. Mm -hmm. Like, who do I need to be? to attract like you there's you have to have a a certain mindset you have to have a certain level of sorry (coughs) healing hold on hold on (coughs) latika go ahead (coughs) and tell sorry it's okay i i love that nicole we do have i i really really love that but I, i i have to agree with chanel like when you truly can embody that, um, for me, career vision, it's like there's no stopping. There is no stopping. You're going for it um, and you're reaching for the goal. And, um, you know, it's just, it, man, I, I love that so much. You know, who do you have to be? What do you have to do? You know, I, I love that so much. And that just fits in everywhere in life, whatever stage you are in life, whatever transformation that is, whether it's your career, your business, your personal development, your spirituality, your finances, what is it that you want to be? And what do you have to do to get there? You know, um, so I, I love that, Nicole. Thank you for sharing that. Sorry, guys. You got to keep it going and flowing. I was going to end the thing. But thank you for <laughs> in for me but yes so i appreciate all of you guys i appreciate you guys for your contribution again to this project i know this is only the beginning we're gonna be collaborating and working on things they call i need you on my podcast and let's take it too like what happened like how have you not been on my podcast yet (laughs) right (laughs) right but i appreciate you guys for sure and if you haven't gotten the book yet please go to MaximumEvolutionBook.com to get your copy and definitely connect with these amazing women. If you are ready to really, truly get to the life that you want to be healed, transform and all those pieces, wherever you are in life, just taking that one intentional step, that one intentional action will literally be where you will, sorry, will literally help you to get to where you want to be. And stop making things Mount Everest. Stop making things mountains. I do it too. Stop. Just stop. Just think about what the goal is and what intentional step you can take every single day to get to where you want to be. And I promise you, you'll get to the life that you want, to the success that you want, if you just do that every single day. But until next time, beautiful people, you know, I call everybody beautiful people because, you know, I want everybody to feel good and feel like joyous and like, because you're beautiful, right? Like period. Like, But just enjoy the rest of your day. Make sure you go and get that book. And until next time, to get into this trailer. <laughs> I'm going, I'm going to ride out this trailer. Do you hear me? I'm going to get my money's worth on this trailer. Enjoy.
that channel. I think it's so amazing. It's so beautiful, especially all the beautiful people that are on it. Just, you know, this makes it that much better, you know, just saying. But anyways, I appreciate all of you for tuning in. I appreciate you all for your for your support and everything that we do here at Maximum Evolution. And if you even understood what happened before we even get started, we even got started on this, you would you would you would appreciate it too. I'm just saying. I'm only saying that because no matter what you do in life, you're gonna face adversities, you're gonna have challenges, but it's all about how you respond versus react to them, and also continuing to show up because I could have easily said, Oh, I'm not doing this recording because I don't have my background and my face ain't where I want it to be. I could have found every excuse not to make it happen. But when you are standing in your conviction and dedicated to who you want to be and success of whatever it is that you want, you're gonna show up regardless of what. So I appreciate you for tuning in. I appreciate Appreciate for the lovely, lovely contributing authors for their patience, but also showing up and showing out and choosing themselves and saying yes. Okay. So make sure you do the same thing too. Until next time. Bye, beautiful people. And if you want to connect with me, you can find me at Chanel Spencer now. I'm thinking y'all gonna see me a million times before. You're probably tired of me, but don't worry. I'm not going anywhere. Okay. Bye. <laughs> I appreciate you all. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to Evolve. Stay fearless, unfiltered, and unapologetic. Until next time, special shout out to all of our amazing listeners. You are truly appreciated. Follow our host, Chanel Spencer, at Chanel Spencer Now on Instagram and Facebook. Songs I'm From the South by D21 from Black Mob Entertainment off the 720 God album. Find him on Instagram at only D21. I'm from the South. Straight out the south, we hit his rock gold teeth straight out your mouth. My niggas don't know peace, fuck is he saying though? Homie, is he playing though? Know my old dudes bring more than a candle. Bring the heat to them, there they keep talking. Know that they would then, little dogs barking. Step across the line, peace out.